0: The Chicago Bears are looked at as one of the four finalists to be on hard knocks this season. How could that benefit the Bears in the long run? And also, why is George McCaskey not really quite with the idea? We're also gonna talk about the Bears being open for business, quote unquote, when it comes to trading the number nine pick. And then lastly, pose his thoughts on Jalen Carter. We're getting to all that and more, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. The number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related right off the top. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. If you want to follow me uh, specifically, you can do so at CEO Hayes. Now, let's get into it. So, the Chicago Bears are one of four finalists, reportedly, uh, it, that could be on Hard Knocks this season. You have the Jets, the Bears, the Commanders, and the Saints as the four eligible NFL teams to be on that program. Now, the way that it works is that if one of the teams volunteer, they'll be on it. Now, if, if a team does not volunteer and they are chosen by the NFL, they, they have to comply and allow HBO to bring those cameras in for Hard Knocks. So, when, when you look at it and, you know, how hard knocks can help, right? And of course, it gives a better insight. And for us that are fans of the team, that would be great. Um, I, I can understand, like, uh, some people in, in, in the organization feel like it may be intrusive. But you can also use that to kind of show the world the culture that you're building and maybe even use that to attract free agents in the following offseason. Now, George McCaskey doesn't quite seem like he's uh, with the deal. He he was quoted as saying this. We feel there are several teams that have compelling stories to tell on, on hard knocks, 31 of them. So, you know, basically saying that the Bears do not, or George McCaskey would not quite like the Bears to be um, on hard knocks. And, you know, here's the thing. Um, You could say, get with the times, McCaskey. You can say, hey, look at what this can do. But at the end of the day, if they're selected and if the NFL chooses them to do it, they have to comply. So, you know, do I, do I feel away or have uh, any thoughts or deeper level things on, on McCaskey's comments? No, it, it kind of is what it is. Like I can understand you're not wanting to allow cameras in and kind of just wanting to build, you're still building your organization. You're still building your culture. You're still coming up, you know, with things. So I, I guess I can understand that and who wants to make, uh, you know, or if they feel like it makes your, your franchise a sideshow or, or whatever, but you know, I, I for one would love to see the Bears on Hard Knocks. I think when you look at the personalities we have on this team, with Jaquan Brisker, Justin Fields, the coaching staff, and Matt Eberflus, Ryan Pose, I'm sure would make an appearance here and there. Um, Eddie Jackson, like we have personalities that I think would be fun to see on a program like Hard Knocks. But on top of that. To just see the work that this team puts in, to add that little bit of extra behind-the-scenes thing um, for our, our my favorite franchise, and if you're watching this, probably your favorite franchise in the NFL as well. But let me know your thoughts down on, on that down below. Do you do you like the idea of the Bears being on Hard Knocks this year? Do you think it could help them not only in just kind of their cachet around the league and, and nationally as well, but like uh, it's also maybe attracting free agents if they, you know, you see that you're treating your players well, you see the culture that they're building, it riles up excitement. Could it end up helping, you know, maybe bring some free agents here to Chicago, uh, which I still think the biggest thing of adding free agents to Chicago, you need to just win the goddamn games. But, you know, that's my thought on it. You guys can let me know what you think on all that down below. But in a more interesting thing, now, David Kaplan is not somebody in the Chicago media that I I tend to lean towards, right? So, but I, I do want to, he came out on this on ESPN 1000 and he says there's a lot of smoke out of the owners, meetings, that the Bears are absolutely open for business, trading uh, pick number nine to move back in a handful of slots, uh, still get a good player, and add more draft capital. Now, this does seem like a Ryan Poles type move, move, right? It does seem like something Ryan Poles would absolutely do. You look at how he came into last draft and walked out of last draft with more picks than he walked in, and I do think what the way that I'm choosing to take this, and people can take it in different ways, that Ryan Poles has his draft board. And that draft board may include people who um, are maybe further down the draft. And maybe maybe, maybe he has his, his two, three players that he would take at number nine. And if they're gone by the time the Bears select, that the Bears are completely comfortable getting more assets, trading down. They've done their uh, due diligence. Again, another buzzword here on Chicago Bears Central on um, looking at these draft prospects. And they could very well look at it and say, hey, we feel comfortable. With drafting a player, at, for example, number fifteen, we believe in that talent, and we also get more assets back. Let's go ahead and do it. That's if their player is off the board at that number nine selection. So it's not necessarily something that surprises me to hear. I know there's been that talk around it really since the Bears traded for that number nine pick. Anyway, what could be the possibility of trading down again? Now I do think initially coming into this off season, a lot of people thought the Bears could trade down twice. Um, but they thought that that initial first trade down would be a little bit higher of a pick than what it ended up being. But at the end of the day, you have to trust your vision, right? And if Ryan Poles has this draft board and he has his players on that board that he believes in their future, he believes in them being foundational pieces for the Chicago Bears franchise as we move forward into a new um, a, a part of the organization, right, um, or dynasty, well, you can't say dynasty, a new era, era is the word, a new era for the organization. Um, and we still have a lot of, of holes to fill. So if if Ryan Poles sees that and sees those positions and things of need that he can get multiple of those by moving down some off that nine spot and not draft a player that he's not quite as high on um it makes sense right and at the end of the day that's what you want your gm to do it's always future forecasting right you have to live in the now you have to live in the future you have to live um, also you know in in the past just a little bit to make sure you don't relive some of the same mistakes if you're intelligent gm um at, at, at this level so you know, watching Ryan Poles and what he does this offseason, I, I I think it's going to be a masterclass, right? I think when it's all said and done, while we're still looking at this team, wondering wh- what piece and what position we're going to fill here or what player we're going to get here, I think by the time it's all done, right? By the time we, we sit before OTAs and we start that, we're going to have a, a, a picture of a full team that is the vision that Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus wants. Now, are we going to agree with that vision? That's a story for another day, right? We got to wait to see that. But Um, trading down from number nine if you're not if the if the prospect that you have right the the person you have on your draft board that you think is worth at number nine and if those players are all gone you have a couple different options you can go best available right whoever you have next up or if you think you can still get that best available by moving down and get more assets at that same time then you do that that's just the smart play now let's see if it pays off now one of the players that the bears could draft at number nine and mainly because of you know, off the field things that have happened is Jalen Carter. And so Ryan Poles was actually asked, asked about Jalen Carter. and He had this to say, we're at a better place. Um, I, I, I think taking the time here to get to know the guys in the locker room and understanding the maturity level there. But at the same time, we also want to be careful because we're still young and uh, impressionable. So I think making sure that we continue to bring in a good core group is, is important. Maybe down the road, you want to take a risk like that. I think the locker room begins to run itself so you can take some chances. But right now, we need both. We need talent, but at the same time, I'm still going to be a little bit cautious of bringing in the wrong type of person. So, you know, that is not a ringing endorsement. It's not necessarily a slight either. It really does seem like Pose just wants to get to know a little bit and, and again even if he did have an idea it's not like he's going to release it in this interview say yeah by the way there's no way we're drafting Jalen Carter right he's not going to say that but um I think when you look at it overall and you and you evaluate and I love how he said like they're still young and impressionable they're still trying to build that core they're still trying to bring that culture when you have a strong culture you can't afford to bring in somebody who might be a little bit more of a risk but while you're still trying to establish that you have to be cautious now I can also understand the people who share the mindset of, listen, we need talent on this team, so you you need to bring in whoever the best talent is because that's what we need. We need killers on this team. We need to go out and be able to win football games. So I understand that. But Ryan Poles, as much as scheme fit has been a thing, he also has to manage the fit of the personalities on the team. You are still building that locker room, right? You, we don't have the type of culture in the locker room yet where we can take care of our own. So. I understand that, and I think you also have to look at head coach Matt Eberflus and what his leadership is going to be down there if you do bring in a riskier player as well. But it seems like the Bears aren't completely out on the idea of Jalen Carter, but it doesn't seem like they're completely in either. Now, it's going to be more interesting to see if he does fall that far. Keep in mind, this was a guy who was expected to be a top four to five pick the majority of this offseason until the off the field things came out and the and the and the character concerns and then you know the, the pro day which also you know doubled down on some of that work ethic thing in the nfl outside of just off the field things so you have like the questions that are there are reasonable and i think that it's not bad to have those questions i don't think that it's a down uh, you don't look down upon the bears for maybe having questions about Jalen carter and what he can be at the nfl level and if it, regardless of the skill if he's going to have enough mentally to overcome some of the, the temptations. You already see, you see a player like John Morant, right? Who has everything on the on the court for the NBA, but you, hey, he had to get that mental right. Some so he was going down a path of some of his actions that could have ended real bad. So you have to, I guess, take that into consideration. now I guess you do have to take that into consideration as well. And we'll see. We'll ultimately see um what where the Bears end up going because I I don't necessarily see Jalen Carter getting past Detroit either. Um, So I don't even know if like much of this conversation that's been around Jalen Carter and the potential of the Bears signing him is even something that's worth necessarily having because I just don't know if he's still going to be there. I think they're going to have teams that are willing. uh, Keep in mind, people looked at him as a generational level talent. And I think that you're going to have teams ahead of the Bears that are willing to take that risk be damned. And the Bears may not even even have to worry about asking themselves that question. But I'm going to throw it to you. How do you feel about Ryan Pose's comments now about, you know, bringing somebody into the locker room? What do you think about the Bears and the culture they're trying to build here and trying to protect that as they're still trying to establish that? Let me know what you guys think on that down below. All right. A little bit of news that came out yesterday was Ted Phillips, even though he is retiring from president um, and he's been with the organization for 39, he's been with the team longer than I've been on this planet. Uh, So, but he it seems like now we came out that he will remain in a consultant role. And it was just listed as for some period after time. uh, That's what uh, George McCaskey said. Um, So, Ted Phillips is still going to be on. And I think when you look at Kevin Warren coming in, it's not like he worked himself up from the organization. We really have a lot of people that, even though Ryan Poles played for the Bears before, right? He he didn't come up in this organization as an executive. So, you know, Ted Phillips staying on to really kind of, you know, be a consultant, to ask some questions, maybe bridge some gaps, maybe, you know, play liaison in a couple of, of areas as Kevin Warren is building his own relationships. It's smart. It's just smart business to do that. Right. And, you know, there's always a transition um, plan in, in place. And, you know, I'm sure Ted Phillips is ready to get his retirement. Lord knows he's earned it to a degree. When you put in 39 years for one organization, I think you've earned your retirement, uh, regardless of how successful that period was or not. Um, but Ted Phillips, he's stepping away from the role. April 14th, Kevin Warren's first official day. in um, that position will be April 17th, which is also my son's Seventeenth birthday, so we'll be celebrating something there. And Kevin Warren already said, like he's come out and said that uh, right now the the Bears are focused and anything to do with a new stadium on Arlington Heights, and that's that that maintains what we've seen. I know that you know uh, uh Lightfoot is, is is trying to keep hope that the Bears can stay in Chicago. It's not happening. There's a very unlikely possibility and chance that that's happening. That 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 the Bears are going to stay in Chicago. The Arlington Heights is happening. The Bears are moving. They're going to have a great stadium. They're going to have a great overall epicenter over there of what they're able to do and the money they're able to generate. And I guarantee, probably within five years of that stadium being up, Super Bowl's coming. And so that's what that's going to mean for revenue as well. But the Bears have have maintained the same byline on that the whole time. They are focused on developing Arlington Park. And that is going to be what it's going to be. The Bears are moving. And the quicker that we all come to realization on that, It just is what it is, and it's better for the franchise. It's better for the organization. So, you know, we'll see. I can't wait to go to the new stadium whenever it is up. I will be there year one at some game. I may even go to when we ever play the Packers in our first uh, game against the Packers in that new stadium. But, you know, it is what it is. Things change. We're in a time period of change overall with the Chicago Bears organization. I called it a new era before, and that's truly what it is and what it feels like. So we'll continue to see what that means for the Chicago Bears going forward. But that's it. That's my time for today. Thank you for joining me on another daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at um, Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are... The number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break, Break- Media, Media.